Maureen Holloway joins us. And Maureen, if we want to have a segment name, maybe it's Two Tired Punchy People on Friday Morning. <laughs> you had you went to a thing. Yes. And and did you get home late? Um, well, well, what's late to you? Exactly. I mean, <laughs> you and I talked about this because um, my bedtime is nine o'clock. So oh. the, the uh, silent auction at Face the Future ended at 1020. So I oh. said, thank you very much. And I was like, taillights in the alleyway. Right. But well, I didn't I... get to bed until 11. Oh, my God. Okay, so that's real. All right. Uh, I hosted a shower, and it was a very genteel affair with the moms and the aunts and the grannies. Uh, and then the men showed up around 9.30, and then the music volume goes up, and everyone's doing shots and smoking in the backyard, or maybe that was just me. Uh, <laughs> I got to bed around 1, and the party was still going. And I got up to talk to you and Dewey. My dog got into the garbage and there's no coffee. And that's just a bad oh. situation. <laughs> Dewey always finds a way to make trouble, what? like to heap trouble on trouble. I thought he was in our room when I went to bed. And I gave <laughs> that might have been your and... husband. <laughs> Although he's not that fuzzy. Well, see, well, somebody was snoring. But no, we can't do this, John. I mean, it's, and, and also, I thought showers were supposed to be genteel affairs, but yeah. apparently not. Do you know that my kids have 12 weddings this summer alone? Really? To and that's not counting the, the, the showers and the bachelorettes and so on. Yeah, well, I was talking with our old friend uh, James Laidlaw from the show yesterday, and he and I are almost the same age, and we were talking about there's been this sort of interregnum during which nobody gets married, but now our friends' kids are getting married, yeah, and our friends who got divorced are getting remarried, so we're so, going to have some new weddings. Well, it's also the, there was that three-year pandemic Right. Um, where, I mean, you know, that that Aiden and my son and, and his wife, they tried twice to get married. Yeah. They had to postpone it twice, so. And then irony of ironies, I couldn't go to the actual <laughs> wedding because I had COVID. You had COVID. This, it was exactly a year ago. Their, their first anniversary is this weekend. And yes, you got, you were the only uh, guest who couldn't make it because of COVID. Uh, and nobody else caught it. So that was a good thing. But uh, that's not the, if the, the situation this year. Everybody's just going to town. Now, in your topic line, you said weddings, showers, and real estate. Where does real well, estate come into this? Well, you, we were taught this. this so my, my kids are, my eldest is 30. And so all their friends last year, last night here are 30. And they're, this is not surprisingly the biggest topic. Some people are in, as they put it, you know, whether you have a condo or even a couple of people have managed to buy a house. But in Toronto, real estate is it, it's either a horror story or the, or the the stuff of wonder. You got a house? I mean, it's hard to believe. You sent me an article on people who for the cost of a house in Toronto, which oh, is yes. what, 1.2 now? I think the that's average, the average, yeah. The average? Uh, you could buy you could buy an island in the Caribbean. You could buy a chateau in France. You could buy an entire town in Italy. Well, who doesn't want an Italian town? I don't think I do. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I don't want to own one anyway. <laughs> I've been talking about this because it's kind of a you know a car topic, I guess, with friends. And the thing is, it's it's sweet to think, oh my goodness, this is what I could buy elsewhere. And it's like, yes, but it is elsewhere. Yeah. And also, I mean, I know it's certainly the case in whether you when you could buy a town in Italy for like 40 bucks. 
or you can buy a house for for nothing but the the expect to, the the expectation is that you're going to fix it up yes so it's never that simple it's like you, you are honor bound or not or legally bound to to pour some money into the project that you've bought so and also you know not all of us can just pick up and go and move and live in a, in a, in a castle in France. You know, some of us have jobs. It is an interesting national program, though, that I've read about. And they target, for example, there's a huge uh, departure from Italy post-World War II because there was almost yeah. nothing worth staying around for. And so the children of those people have an interest in Italy. And some of them are going back. And you're right. You can go into a town and buy a house for 100 bucks, And then you're going to have to spend 100000 But At least. Yeah. But at least you're in Italy. Exactly. <laughs> That's what you want to do. But yeah, but it's in other words, it's just it's not as uh, uh, as uh, oh my god, I'm tired. It's not, <laughs> I got a host it's not as two hours. I know. I was thinking you gotta be on the air for. I can go back to bed when I'm done here. <laughs> yeah, it's not as uh, as enchanting as it seems. Um, no, well, I know. Yeah. I would. I want. I want to talk. I'm. A, this is actually a, a serious uh, issue about problems. I know yes. you're going to be talking about it later, but uh, yes, the reactions to to drag queens and to trans people, uh, and just a growing unease and and conservatency <laughs> is uh, is is affecting things. I mean, Pride was was the pride of Toronto, and it's really dismaying to see that that uh, that it's not being supported the way it used to. But they are going through this spasm in the states that seems to be spreading to Canada, and I don't quite understand it. I mean, how does you know a drag queen in a library reading a book? <laughs> to children whose parents brought them willingly. How does that affect you if you're not there? I know, I know. But we've talked about this before. Uh, the LGBTQ community is is not a community. No. It's made up of very different groups uh, who have some things in common, but they don't necessarily see eye to eye. So do we expect all say gay cisgendered men for example to stand up for the rights of trans people or all lesbians to support drag queens they're they are different groups um and so there's there isn't that unity to protect everybody's interests and this is now what's happening you're right this this latent conservancy is driving driving everybody apart <laughs> well me. and i i'd encourage anybody listening right now who's all you know obsessed about the bathroom issue um, and, and, you know, they're coming up with laws in the states now where you have to use the bathroom that corresponds to your to gender your... assigned at birth. Okay, uh, as an exercise, Google female to male trans and then go to images. And you're going to see guys who, if you're a guy, have bodies way better than yours. And you have to ask yourself, is this the uh, a born as a woman person who needs to be in the locker room with, with my wife? And it's a bathroom. People go there to go to the bathroom. Yes. I mean, just that's something we all have in common. Can we just get over that? Uh, but no, it's stuff like this. And, and it's just it's not just that. It's not just pride. It's it's a very frightening time. Uh, you know, all you have to do is spend a little time online and you can see well, how much hatred there is. Yeah. Anybody who's just not like you. 
And a legitimization of it. Like people are putting their head over the parapet and saying, it's okay. I can say these horrible things. (laughs) No, it's not okay. I have been teasing this topic, so we have to get to it before news. Um, Getting your medical results before your doctor. Did you do that? Yes, I did. And this, I've done it for years because, um, I, so I had a full medical and, uh, and then the, the results were available. I didn't check. I agreed that I would, I agreed with myself that I would wait and talk it over with my doctor. As it turns out, I'm in great shape. Maybe not right now, but, <laughs> but health wise, I'm fine. But the thing is, if you don't have an educated, uh, if you're not educated in these things and you're re- reading your results, and then you start googling well then you're going down a rabbit hole and but but the the point is these medical results that are available are it's your information you have a right to have it sure but uh, i mean you, that'd be like putting me in the cockpit and me looking at the, the, the dashboard of the plane and thinking i yeah. knew what was going on yeah well sort of like that but i mean you just have to and even doctors will caution you you know you, you're best to talk it over with me uh, but the bottom line is that that information is available, and you so you, you can find out. You'll get find out if you go. I can get your, you can get your results from an MRI. You can find out whether you have some sort of growth before your doctor even sees it. So, you know, buyer buyer be buyer beware because uh, some things you should not be looking at on your own. Thanks a lot, Mo. Good can I go you. back to bed now? Yes, you can. <laughs> I got another two hours of this. Good luck. Okay. Good luck. <laughs> Actually, I have sat in the co-pilot seat in quite a few planes. And so I know a thing or two. I could, I always think, could I land this if I had to? And probably no. Um, but I know I, I, from the dashboard what's going on. 